Well, hello, all of my friends. This is Monica Go here connecting with you. Thank you so much. I love when you connect because it brings so much power into the Monica Go podcast, which is your podcast. And today I just have a wonderful woman that I met recently that I consider now my friend because she's in black and white, whatever she says and does. It's not like she does it in front of you one way and then in the back of you, she does it another way. No what you see is what you get. And I love people like that. You know, it's clear and simple. But this woman has brought a lot of inspiration. And I know what it will bring a lot of inspiration to your life. We were recently together in London, because she brings all this movement around the world. Because with that precious little face, you don't know what the power behind this woman is all about. But she has a testimony. She has witnessing. She's got gumption. She's got everything. So this is my dear friend, Maria Rene Davila, with 100 Successful Women in Business. She is the founder of it. And also she is part and founder of the Global Trade Chamber here in Florida and Fort Lauderdale. And I just want to celebrate you, my dear, celebrate you with all of the things that you have been doing with all of the women around the world. Welcome aboard at the Monica Go podcast. Oh, Monica, thank you so much for inviting me. I'm super excited about this interview. Uh, and I'm excited because when I met you in person, you really touched a lot of my life. Uh, I share with you personal uh, things that were happening in my life. And uh, when you started talking, I just felt like a, there was something unique about you. Uh, as everybody knows, of course, on your show, you are a pastor. And I just immediately not just got connected with you, but I felt something unique. When you started talking to me, I felt like a relief in my heart. I felt a relief in my mind. And I started crying so badly. But you know, th that was the kind of cry that is cleaning my soul. So I'm so touched by you. And thank you so much for being part now of the network. I'm super glad that you were there in London with us and that I met you in person because I know that we have been talking, you know, over the phone for a few times, but it's not the same. So we have this special connection in London and I really appreciate a lot your support. Thank you so much. Well, all of the glory is for God. You are such a powerful, beautiful woman. You are where you're at, you deserve to be because you've gone through a lot of things. And I really want to um, kind of like uh, bring in that Maria Rene, everybody knows already because of what we're talking about, that you're a successful woman yourself. But, you know, sometimes people get stuck in their lives. Things happen. It happens to everybody. Believers are not believers, whatever way you want to make it sound people go through hardship and sometimes they get stuck and they go into depression. They lose their road. They lose their focus. They lose their self. And this is, this is a moment that I would love that people will get just, just empowered by some of your testimony because it's very, very powerful. I want to add to this before you start. Uh, this is the book. Oh my God, this is my back screen. 100 Successful Women in Business. She's in chapter 16. You gotta get this book. Uh, it's 48 women that write about their lives from scratch to success is the book. And um, when you read, you read 
you read glory. When you read, you read redemption. When you read, you read resilience. And that is part of her life. I'm in chapter 33, which you need to read as well. So Maria Rene, bring it all together, girl. Tell us, tell us, tell us, tell the people. Well, um, I'm super excited about the book. I mean, that book, it's a lot of work. Um, we have to select, you know, the, the collaborators for this book, the co-authors, and then work all the details. Uh, obviously, I need to congratulate also and a uh, big thank to Dr. Angelica Benavides, the publisher of the book. She, yes. you know, worked a lot with a lot of hours trying to help everybody because creating a book is not an easy work. You know, you, it requires a lot of time and you need to talk about all the details involved, how it's going to be the book, the content, the graphics, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So this is our volume two. Too. And we are, um, I would say, amazed about all the wonderful stories that we can see in between volume one and volume two. I mean, I don't need to go back to school because I really learned everything. On volume one, we're actually featuring uh, all the success stories, like, uh, you know, you have a, a success, but behind that, there is something that happened to you, the, all your failures. So those are more like inspirational stories. Volume two teach you about tips on how you can succeed in your business. So you learn from different experts like you, and that's why we call it from scratch to success, because that happens, you know, when you want to start something in life, you are in zero. I exactly. mean, this is my scratch. I have to start developing the idea. What am I going to do now? <laughs> exactly. And then you start, you know, thinking about that concept and how you can actually make that concept work and succeed in the process. But in the process also, we have a lot of failures, a lot of things that happen to us, a lot of problems that we go through. And this is an inspirational book too, because when you read the book, you understand that all these women have something to say. It's not just about success, but it's about how you deal with problems, how you overcome the problems, how you overcome your challenges. So when you read this book, you understand that you can do it. If they can do it, I can do it. So that's the overall goal of the book. Yes, I'm in chapter 16. And well, my story is, uh, I will say that different, a little bit different with other stories because my, my, my background is more in modeling. Uh, but I still, you know, went through a lot of problems in my life, a lot of um, harassment, sexual harassment. But back in that time, nobody was really paying attention on that. I mean, when you were talking about sexual harassment, what? What is that? <laughs> right? Like, what are you talking about? Especially in my country. So it's like, um, no laws, no nothing against that. But um, through, the, through all these years, I really learned what happened to me. It was not nice. What happened to me should not happen to anybody. And now with all the laws that we have here with sexual harassment or harassment in general, we understand that it's not okay. And when something is not okay, you need to speak out. So a lot of women now still, you know, uh, staying quiet about difficulty. They're afraid. They're afraid to speak. But my advice is don't. Don't, because if you don't talk, you're part of the problem. You need to talk so other people is going to learn about that and they're going to be aware of what is happening in the society. So that's, a, I believe, the overall message in, in that part of what happened in my life. But obviously, you need to read the chapter to understand what I'm talking about and exactly. what exactly happened. <laughs> I love it. But in, in the sense of having that scenario in your life, um, 
the backup that that I know that you had from your parents was very, very tight. And um, that this woman that we're seeing today, going through all of these processes, she you're a Bolivian, she was born in Bolivia, South America. She had a business of, of a modeling business, she was very successful in it. But at the same time, there were things that were lacking. So suddenly she was up here and then suddenly she was down here. And it's hard to get out of, of hardship when you've been successful. When you have noticed and lived in success, it's hard to restart all over again. I think it's harder because when you have nothing and you go into success, that's one thing, you're fine. But when you've had it and then you don't have it, I think it's harder to get out of there to be able to be someone in, in that next step of your life. So uh, what brought you into the United States? Uh, how did you get here and what inspired you? Well, um, you know, I had my company since uh, I started my first company when I was 17 years old. Mm -hmm. uh, so now when I think about that age, I say, what? 17 years old? I mean, you're still a kid, right? You're a kid. Uh, and, That's my, my youngest son's age almost. He's so I got married when I was 23. So then I said, oh, wow. Now I think 23. I don't want my daughter to get married at 23. I want her to get married at 40. <laughs> because you, you really understand, like, wow, what is going on here? But what happened in my case is that um, I was very successful in what I was doing. But behind that success, I had a lot of stress on top of me. Mm -hmm. I was working too way too many hours per week and the stress the ethics the you know it was a combination of elements that put me in a place where i really was tired and i got in a deep depression where i was tired of what i was doing and i didn't want to do it anymore i i just wanted to change the industry i was in the environment i was in and i got just tired and one day i told my husband i want to go i don't want to be here anymore uh, so we moved to the U.S. and like you said, it was like a, from having everything already, being 100% independent, I came to this country with uh, zero knowledge. I had no English, you know, I, I remember the only thing I, oh. I learned is I'm from Bolivia and my name is Maria. So <laughs> if somebody was talking to me something else, I was lost in the planet. I mean, <laughs> I swear, I was like, I, I couldn't even order hamburgers, you know, it was very bad. I didn't know how to drive a car because, you know, there I, I really never need to use a car. It's everything like a, a taxis or public transportation because of the traffic. You don't need a car. Exactly. So I was like lost here and I was 100% dependent on my husband. I didn't want to find a job or get about looking for a job because I said I can't even speak English. How am I going to find a job? But I didn't know. I didn't know all the things that I know now. And my husband either, because my husband was raised um, in this country and born in, and raised in this country, but in a different environment. You know, um, his parent was a doctor. And it, so it was another environment. So all the things I learned by my own, I learned it in a different stage so that my husband didn't know. So basically for me was starting from zero, like, uh, you know, looking for opportunities myself. Uh, educating myself and what I did with the English is I said I need to do something if I want to succeed in this country the first thing I need to do is to learn the language so I put 
as a challenge to myself. I'm going to learn English no matter what. And it was very hard, Monica. It is still hard. You know, I'm still practicing. But comparing with my English 15 years ago, I think that now I have a fluent English. But what I did Great is- Great English. And I love that Latino, that Latino <laughs> with, with my accent. accent. <laughs> I, I put myself in any possible English class class i mean coffee english english cafe or conversation everything i don't know how much money i spent public classes free classes paid classes everything i was watching tv english only i stopped watching my soap operas so no more novelas no novelas <laughs> i was pushing myself to talk to my husband in english wow. at the beginning he didn't want to talk to me but he said, okay, I'll, I'll make the effort. So he started talking to me in English, 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 English. And then everything is practice. And with time, I think I did it. And, and it, I will say that is one of the first achievements that I can mention I had in this country. You know, that change is one of the hardest things for the human being in itself, because we want to be in our comfort zone all the time, right? But when you decide that you need to make a, a change that change that you decided right there revolutionized your life because not only you speak very good English, but at the same time, you have taken your decisions to another level. Uh, let me just give you uh, just some of these things that Maria Rene does. She is one of the head of the global chamber, global trade chamber in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. But at the same time, she's the founder of 100 Successful Women in Business, plus all of the other nits and crannies that she does. But it wouldn't have happened if she didn't make that first decision. I need to talk English. I need to do this for my life. I need to drive a car. What do you need to do? You know, sometimes we, we kind of like just sit there and wait that things appear, but you need to do something for yourself and you cannot depend on what others could do for you. So I think that is so courageous. You know, I've met people here in the States that have been here for 20, 25 years. They don't know how to say nothing in English because they didn't put their heart to it. And you need to put your heart to it. And I love that part of you, Maria Rene. You put Thank your you heart to everything. You, you explode in everything. The, the events are beautiful. And, and it's, it's because of your heart. There's this portion in the word of God in, in Proverbs that it says when, when, the, when the blessed or when the, when the good person is governing something or governing a city, people rejoice. But when the wicked is the one that is governing something or a city, people are sad and destroyed. And that you could see it in every level of authority. And your leadership and your in the way that you you present yourself is so appealing and so true that anybody could come towards you and that's why you are a 100 successful woman in business i love it and tell us a little bit about um about how you started it um no you know what i want to know and people must know does she have children does she, how how is her husband <laughs> We love to know all these things, these details. Do you have children? Do you have a husband? How long have you been married? And then you give us the other part. <laughs> yeah, well, um, that's another funny part because uh, usually when you get married, you start, you know, 
maybe the first two years is like a, your honeymoon time and then you plan to have kids. <laughs> In right. our case, I had no intentions of having kids. <laughs> I was doing fine. I was, you know, traveling, having fun, going to different places with no problem, nobody, you know, to take care. Uh, but then years have passed and passed and passed and passed. And then I said one day, mm, I think I need to have kids. <laughs> I'm going to get older. <laughs> So then I said, okay, I, and then one day I go to the doctor and, and then the doctor says, are you planning to have kids? I said, you know, I haven't thought about that yet. Well, if you are planning, you should plan now because you get older. And then this, this doctor started explaining me, you know, all the scientific reasons why I should have babies now. <laughs> so then I got scared. I said, no, no, no. I, if I have babies, I don't want to have babies with problems. So I'm going to start planning now. So after basically 10 years of marriage, <laughs> <laughs> I said, okay, let's start planning. And then I had my beautiful Sabrina, my first baby. I love her. She's now um, 10 years old, so you can make the math. <laughs> and then up. after I have Sabrina, I was uh, I said, you know, I love my baby. At the beginning, I want to have four kids. And then when I after I have Sabrina, I said one is enough. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I was thinking, you know, Sabrina is going to be alone. Maybe she, she should have some a, a brother or sister to play with. So it took me a few time, a few years before I got pregnant again. I was a little discouraged because I was not uh, having success on that. But I did it. You know, the, the last thing I was thinking, I said, you know, I give up. I'm not going to plan this anymore. That's it. And suddenly here we go. I'm pregnant again. So now I have a, a second baby. He's five years old now. His name is Sebastian. So I have two beautiful babies. I still call them babies. Uh, they're always going to be my babies, right? They will <laughs> always be your baby, no matter what. I have a 30-year-old, a 26-year-old, and a 16-year-old, and they are my babies. <laughs> <laughs> and I love them. Um, you know what? It's, it's like a, all my life, Monica, I always plan things. I, I don't know why. I don't know if it's a defect or it's something positive. But I like to plan everything. Hmm. Even with my pregnancy, I planned my pregnancy. And when I was planning my pregnancy, I said, my daughter, I want my daughter to look like this. And I don't know, but she, she looks like the way I, I visualize in my mind. And the second baby, I said, I want my baby to look like her sister. So they're going to look like twins. I don't know what happened. I'm just telling you. But when you look at the picture, I'm going to say your picture they look the same, different age, but they have the same face. Wow. So I'm like, a, okay, so that's why I call it SNS because one is Sabrina and the other is Sebastian. SNS, that is so gorgeous. So those SNSs have a dad that you've been married for Ooh. 20 years <laughs> or plus. <laughs> I think it's gonna be 25 years, maybe in two more years. I don't know. I lost track of how many years, probably 21, 22 years. <laughs> that is beautiful. That is beautiful. That is wonderful. So having a little bit of her family background right there and then having 20 something years, you really enjoyed your, your, your beginning, the beginning of your marriage. Huh? That's really good. <laughs> yes, Traveling, I, having fun. And I think we were two kids having fun because I got married too early and he did too. So we were just two kids going to different places, have enjoying life, I guess. Enjoy we were not life. ready for babies. Um, now, if you ask me, uh, 
would you like to have babies, you know, earlier, you know, like maybe between in your 20s? I will say yes, because it's a lot of work uh, having two kids. I'm in my 40s and having two kids is uh, difficult to me in terms of the energy. They the energy. Know, yeah. require a lot of time and energy from you. And sometimes it's hard for me to give that. But I'm, um, I'm conscious that I have to give time to them and they are very demanding. So what, what I do now is I every time I can, I try to go to Disney, Orlando. <laughs> you have to visit me. Have a family time with them. Right. And I always try to do something special for them, or parties, birthday parties, things like that, that memories that we can always remember, you know? But uh, the, I mean, I cannot change anything. I won't change anything. I wouldn't. But um, maybe if you want to give an advice to somebody else, probably having babies early is better. But you know, it is what it is. And I, I thank God for what I have. I wouldn't change anything in my life. I love that. That is so beautiful. So not only Amaria Rene is successful in her business and in her, in her entrepreneurship as well, but she is also successful in her marriage, which is a beautiful thing you know, to maintain with so many years, to have two beautiful children, to keep on growing, because business also pulls you out of family orientation sometimes. But when you have a good duo, uh, you could definitely achieve a lot of things. You know, our children are the principle of our lives, our kids, we love them eternally. But at the same time, we, we want to see that achievement in our lives, because it we're at this age and time, we're not the type of women that say, oh, I want to stay home and be that mothery type. Some do. And that is perfect because that is a full time job. But some others need to fly and give out what gifts they have inside. And you have specific gifts and especially the teaching part of you. The teaching part of you has led you to be a very good leader. So I would love for you to give out a little bit of that, that you teach, that you lead, what are you leading and uh, give them some inspiration as well. Yeah, well, when you talk about leadership, uh, Monica, I, I didn't uh, understand what was leadership actually until I came to this country. Uh, it has been a learning process for me from the very beginning, uh, from the moment I decided to go to school to further my education and have an MBA and now I'm planning to have my doctor degree. Um, so it's a, it's a process of, of um, things that you learn through, through the time. It, but talking about leadership, now that I think about leadership, what is really leadership? I think a leader is born. Because when you, when you are born, you have a specific skills in your life. That's why you have people that are successful in arts or music or in business, etc., doctors, etc. But you feel like you inside you, you have some skills. And I always felt like I have something inside me that I can take and start creating things, you know, that I can create uh, concepts, I can create business, I can create ideas and implement those ideas for a group of people that can follow those ideas because they're going to be connected. Exactly. And, and I think that is something that you don't learn in the process. You, you are born with that. You can educate yourself um, to improve that skill. Exactly. But you have to be born with something like that. I don't know if I was born with leadership skills or not, to be honest with you. But what I know is that 
I was always with that conception in my mind of creating things for people to help people. And 100% always in my mind was business. So my, I'm very business oriented. And everything that I do is because I want to help people in business. I want to help women in business. I want to help men in business. You know, I, now we're thinking about launching a project that's going to call Kids Entrepreneurship Academy. So now we want to keep we want to teach kids to be entrepreneurs. And if you think about this, everything is about business to me because these kids are now, you see all these millennials or kids now 12, 13 years old with all these amazing ideas becoming millionaires from one day to the other. But there's a lot of kids there. They have this talent, they have ideas, but nobody's teaching them how or nobody teach the kids how to um, learn about finances, how to manage your money, how to save money, how to invest in your future. So now we're in the process of launching this division in the chamber. Me and my idea. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Wow. That is very empowering, especially nowadays that our children are being hit and bombarded with so much so much stuff that is not too much stuff that is not really enhancing the beauty in them so i think that is so powerful i love the idea uh i have to be part of that idea first in some way i don't know how but of course, have, yes you're part of the network now monica oh yeah part of the network so i am part of this beautiful family the 100 successful women in business we were just in london together and we met crazy powerful women uh so down to earth and so beautiful inside that there was no time for i didn't feel that 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 i looked that cat look that women do like you know that there she comes who is this and i didn't feel that you feel it in a lot of environments when you go in especially when you cause some kind of attention but when you have it all together, you focus on the people that really connect with you. And that is very important. But in, in this in this arena, it's all about what you bring into the into the table, the people that you brought in to, to align with you. And everybody was at ease. I felt that the conference was beautiful. The the speakers, there were some that really clicked into me a lot, and that you were listening all the time. Now listening and learning is part of a thing that I have always loved. And I want to thank you for that because uh, the platform was important. Uh, I love platforms and I love speaking, but I love the environment, the atmosphere. And that's because of you, my dear, that make that environment so beautiful. Tell us about that idea, how it came abroad and, and what it is, what is it going to do in the near future? Uh, thank you so much, Monica. Once again, I really appreciate a lot the, the fact that you took the time to go to London and you know spend all these days with us. Your presentation was amazing. It was so amazing that I was about to cry. And you know, when you were talking, I was going to say, Amen, Amen. <laughs> then I said, Control yourself, control yourself. <laughs> because How I really you have to have a party right there when you were talking. So congratulations, that was an awesome presentation. And what I say all the time, when you go to these events, these conventions, this, you know, and you start listening to all these conferences, you need to listen. Exactly. Don't get bored. Listen, because every presentation has something important to say. If you listen and you apply, you are improving in your life. That's a hundred percent fact. Now talking about the successful women in business, that's a funny story because um, one day, years ago, I mean, I think four or five years ago, um, 
I started thinking about women in business because, you know, with the Chamber of Commerce, we have 15 years helping small, medium and large companies to connect worldwide and doing business, you know, together. Our uh, mission is to connect uh, buyers and sellers worldwide. But in the process, we help also people to start to expand a business uh, in, in US or overseas. But I thought that there was a niche to cover because there was a need to fill in the market for women. I had a lot of women that were coming to our events, but I noticed that they were a little bit uh, disoriented on how they want to start. They have the idea, but they didn't have the knowledge on how to, to do it. You know, They didn't know how to start a business plan. They didn't know about marketing plan. They were not aware of branding, but they have the idea. They were good at what they do. So then I realized that we, we should have something for them uh, on, on how we can help them. But in the process, I also met these successful ladies that were in the market for years and nobody was giving them any recognition. Hmm. So I said one day to the board, I said, listen, I have this idea. I think that we should do the 100 successful women in business awards and convention. That is going to be a combination of recognitions to 100 talented and successful women from all over because I didn't want to do any local. For me, everything is global. <laughs> and then <laughs> the convention, the convention where people can actually listen presentations, learn from the presentations, educate. So it was like a combination of training and education and presentation. And they love the idea. So I came up with this idea with the name. I don't know how I came up with the name, but it was like a 100. It has to be 100 and even visualize the number that I want to highlight all the time. It's your gift, girl. It's your gift. <laughs> Thank you, Monica. So I, that's how we started. We did the first event uh, four or five years ago, and we had the, the opportunity to, to have as a keynote speaker, the former Miss Universe from Venezuela, uh, Barbara Palacios. Oh. And we were shocked with her presentation. And then we have other amazing speakers. It was beautiful. We have about 200 people for that event, and we were expecting maybe 70 because it was more like a local event with international presenters. But after that event, everybody loved it. And they said, no, we have to do something else. You need to do the event in other cities. You need to do this in other countries. And then in the process, I realized that also we can create like a different programs for women in business. So that's how we decided to open a division of the chamber called 100 Successful Women in Business Network. And now this network has its own platform uh, its own programs, and also we do the event in different cities. It's a roadshow, and also we have the uh, conference and awards once a year, and we select a, a different country. So after the pandemic, we, we actually had it to hold two years. We did it virtual because of the pandemic. And then this year we said, we're going to kick off our international events again with a big thing, and that has to be the women in business. So that's how we did it in London, and it was a total success. I'm still seeing pictures and videos. We're still processing some of the videos. We're working on a very nice video that I'm going to share with you when it's ready. Perfect. And it's beautiful. I mean, the, the experience that everybody had is beautiful. So we are very um, humble and also honored to have all these wonderful ladies like you, Monica, that are now part of the network and, like you said, part of the family, part of the tribe. That's how I feel it. It's a tribe, it's a family with beautiful women. I've been interviewing several of them. I'll be interviewing a lot of them. 
And I know that, you know, we're preparing other events that you have to be part of definitely. And uh, all towards uh, the beauty of serving. I think when people understand that serving is the key to life, when you give of what you have to others is going to be a change in your own life. You feel that your life has purpose, it has a meaning, and it has a goal. And you achieve that very well, my dear. So I would love for you to give the people today that are listening to the Monica Go podcast, that that sense of, of giving the flavor to their life. They might be in a pit hole. They don't know how to get out there. They might need a rope. And probably the, the words that you're going to tell them today is the rope to take them out and, and to inspire them to be successful because successful is not about only money. It's successful to be who you are and the platform that God gave you and to be the person that you have to be. So throw the rope in that pit, girl, throw it in. Well, you know, something that happened to me through these uh, years, especially since we launched the women division here at the chamber, uh, I started changing my philosophy in life because I was very, uh, you know, just business for me, 100% business and not even having this uh, uh, quality time with, uh, with ladies with professionals, with successful people, because it was more like a business relation to me. But when we started this division, I really started opening my mind in terms of the, the communication and what um, these ladies are leaving on me every time that I talk to them, every time I read about them, every time I interview them, every time I see them in presentation. So I, I really changed my philosophy in life. I changed my, the way I think. Uh, now I'm, I'm more open-minded. I was very, you know, like a, things had to be this way, but now I'm opening my mind to things. I learned uh, how to heal in your emotions little by little. Uh, people like you, Monica, you know, that touch my heart, my soul, they made me feel and they made me cry. They made me think, they made me change. So those are the things that I can say is success because when somebody changed your life, that is a success. When somebody's touching your heart, your life, they do something that is gonna be positive in your life, that is success because you are improving in life. And it, everything is not just about it, what you do every day, you work, you're making money, uh, or you are you know, thinking about your future, but what about inside you? What are you really doing to feel rich yourself inside, you know? So for me, um, the, uh, what it will say to be poor is not a, a physical uh, situation it's a mental stage so you need to change the way you think in everything to succeed and that changes for I mean when you think about that Monica when you think about you know you are not poor you start enjoying life exactly. and for some reason when you change that philosophy you know in your life you always have money for something Exactly. The circumstances try to pull you down, but if you're rich inside, it doesn't matter what the circumstances you are, you know, who you are, you are rich inside and, and it brings it all back to the table. I love that. That is a beautiful point of view. I had people in my life that was, you know, I would say rich with a lot of money, but they were so unhappy with their lives. You know, they were not enjoying life. 
they have the money, they were not traveling, they were not doing anything, not, you know, going to Paris, not nothing, really a, a life that was with not sense. So I, I'm not saying that traveling all the time is going to make you happy. I'm just saying that whatever you happy. Do, it does make me happy. <laughs> whatever you want to do, just Oh, you know, have a purpose in your life, Monica. Have okay. a purpose in your life. That is the, the thing. And uh, when you think like that, your, your philosophy changes in life. I mean, how many people I hear every day? Oh, I don't have money to travel. I don't have money to do this. I don't have money to. Oh, no, you know, today is going to be a bad day. Or, um, oh, I feel bad and negative. So, we know, those type of thoughts don't help you at all. But if you change your mind and say, okay, you know, today is going to be a good day. And then I want to just travel this weekend. Let's go and let's do something crazy this weekend. So you start living because you don't know when you're going to die. Exactly. You don't know when you're going to die. Exactly. So we need to live our life on purpose. Live it with all of it. And you know that the 100 successful women in business, we will all be in the Philippines in 2023, and we're going to make it happen. We met uh, the Philippine ambassador in London, uh, Maria and Al brought them in. They were beautiful people, as well as a beautiful show that they put together for us, preparing our mind and our heart for the Philippines. So you guys are all invited. Would you like to state something right now before we close up? Because we're going to have all of the information for Maria Rene and all her social media and all that beautiful stuff. So you could follow her through the Monica Go podcast. Close it up, girl, because woo, today is a beautiful day. And it's Friday. <laughs> okay, Friday. <laughs> yeah, I just want to say thank you so much, Monica, for uh, inviting me to your show. It's amazing. Just talking to you make my day better. I feel better. And my best advice for everybody that is watching your show is always connect. Networking is the key. Networking. If you are not networking, you're not making money. That, the, this is slogan that I'll, all the time uses. Networking is your network. So basically you need to all the time, you know, connect with people. And one of the things that I love about the women convention is that you connect with ladies all over the world. You connect with people and then you start creating this business relationship or personal relationship or friendship, everything. But you start reaching more people globally. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, just to finalize this for Monica, remember that, that I had a lady from Sri Lanka. Yeah, I met so her. Connecting with everybody. So we have people from Vietnam, Sri Lanka, Latin America, Europe. I have a lady that traveled to the event just to receive the award from Croatia. So and I was- South Africa. Africa, South Africa. So- Lebanon, oh my God, everywhere. Everybody needs to be part of this event. Next year, we're going to Philippines. We're going to Philippines and family from Monica Go. Let me tell you, that there's a lot going on and we want you to explode, to be the person that you were called to be. You have been gifted. You have been gifted from the mighty God himself and you haven't found a purpose. Let me tell you that this is the place that you're going to be sprinkled with a lot of love, with a little salt in your life so you could get some flavor, probably some Latino flavor from today. And remember to give it a go. Give it a go because God already gave a go for you. Blessings wherever you are. Bye.